At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. Amal Shaw back again today. He went four innings yesterday. We're going to try to stretch him out to six and possibly a win. Appreciate you being back. Terrific night in the NHL. Stanley Cup playoffs last night. Two more games on Doc. Tonight, full slate of Major League Baseball. We'll touch in a few minutes on this early start at Wrigley Field. Diamondbacks take the first game of the series behind Zach Gallen last night. Nick Alberga is going to join the show in 30 minutes. The Golden Muzzy talk about all things Lord Stanley. But first of all, let's start in South Florida last night. And I'm not talking about at the Rat Bend and Sunrise, but I'm talking about American Airlines where the Boston Celtics at full strength dominated the Miami Heat last night. <laughs> Absolute domination, not even close. And I thought a focused uh, Boston Celtics teams came out and really took care of business early on. The switch with Grant Williams in there instead of Robert Williams, I thought was a huge impact for this my uh, Boston team. Now they go back up north now with a 1-1 series and feel pretty good about their position. We found ourselves in a little bit of a predicament here. When we were uh, on air yesterday, early in the show, the line was three and a half. Okay. They bet it down to pick them. Wow. About an hour before the game. And then we had a pro better come in and lay uh, six figures on the heat at a pick. So heat by one, two, or three was a disaster for us last night. Fortunately, we didn't have to sweat long. Yeah, I mean, how, how concerned were you about that? Making sure the jump ball was successful? <laughs> I heard a lot of people talking late yesterday, early this morning. This smells like Celtics in five or six now. Well, I think when Boston is focused defensively... Um, I was just texting somebody yesterday who was a Celtics fan, and they were telling I said, look, I think Boston's going to win it all. I hope that's not the case, but um, 
I think it's going to be tough for Dallas to overcome Golden State. And I think Golden State, with the way they turn the ball over, Mike, against Boston, they're going to get run out. Series odds. Let's take a look at it from that perspective. Series odds. Before the series, Celtics were $1.85. Uh, take back $1.55 on the Heat. Favorite changed. Heat win in game one. Celtics depleted. Heat became a dollar forty-five favorite. Uh, take back a dollar twenty-five on the Celtics going into yesterday afternoon. Now the Celtics, having stolen home court advantage and heading north to Boston, two dollars and thirty cents for the series. Take back a dollar ninety on the Heat. Do you like the Celtics at this price right now to win the series? I do not. I think it's mm. too high simply because if you look at what you could have gotten after Game One, and you had a feeling there was a strong possibility Miami could get Game One, potentially they would get Game Two, but I thought there was a strong chance we could go back to Boston and win a piece. Well, I asked you yesterday. I said, if you like Boston, should you wait like Philadelphia to go home down 0-2 and get two dollars? Yeah. And you said no because they could win this game tonight very easily. And and I'll tell you, you know, the other thing that you got to be concerned with if you're Miami. I didn't see the game last night. I just turned it on for a couple of minutes. Um, once again, they've played eight quarters, and Boston has outscored them in five out of the eight. Two of them, they've been tied, and then Miami had that one dominating the third, third quarter. quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, this has been all Boston. Run Tatum got an early foul trouble, or this might have even been more of a route. Jimmy Butler, I talked about the prop yesterday, 26. Yeah. He ends up, you know, but a lot of looks in the second half when you're okay, down double it. digits. Uh, he ends up going over, and actually there was a prop who would have more points, Tatum or Jimmy Butler. He wins that, but Tatum, like I said, missed a significant amount of time in the first half with the two fouls early. Uh, specifically taking a look at game three tomorrow night in Boston, Celtics lane six of them all with a total of 208.5. First game was 203.5, flew over. Last night they adjusted to 207.5, flew over, and now game three, 208.5. Um, you know, really, again, no opinion on this total because mm. of how Boston can defend. This number's interesting at six and a half. Big adjustment now. Um, Obviously, the money was on the right side last night, taking the Boston Celtics. Well, remember in game one, the opening line was one. Miami yeah. won at home. Right. Right? Which would suggest probably Boston five on at home, right? Sure, yeah. So they've made the adjustment based on the play. It got out of hand because of the Boston injuries where it went to five and then right. started out four or three and a half yesterday. Um, I, I think Boston's going to be tough to beat up there. Mm-hmm. You know, Horford didn't play last night, correct? Yeah. Do you yeah. look at the money line here, 275? Big number. I just, you know, I'm telling you, I don't, it probably didn't happen last night, but in the NBA, generally speaking, you have an opportunity throughout the course of a game where you can grab a number that's going to be better than the original number, regardless of which side you like. Uh, you know, you could have gotten Miami plus 18, 19, 20, whatever, I'm sure at some point in time in this game. Now, you couldn't have gotten Boston at a favorable number, but in terms of minus 275, I'm sure Miami will come out and play defense. They did that in game number one we saw in the second half. Spose team. I think this is going to be actually a more defensive game in game number two, uh, three. When we talk about point spreads here, Maul, outside of what was it, game three and game five in the Celtics and Bucks series, mm-hmm. there have been no close games from the second round or this round. Well, think back to the Phoenix series. Mm-hmm. There were no close games. None. Zero. Uh, Miami, Philly. No. no, None. None. Uh, Golden State, who, who'd they destroy? Memphis, there was a couple of close games game in there. Five, game four at Golden State was close. Yeah, and they won it, by three. And I think there was one at, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. I They're think few it, and far between, between where the yeah. game is not decided uh, early in the fourth quarter. But, you know, we talk about this with the NFL all the time. You know, people are so worried about the number. I don't, don't disagree in terms of the importance of the number. I'm not trying to blow it, uh, you know, just to gloss over it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, pick the team that's going to win. 80% of it, if you take a seven-point dog, Generally speaking, they're not losing by one to six. They're winning the football game. Our friend says, I just can't um, bet against the spread in the NBA. It's just all money line betting for him. 
Yeah, but I, I, again, I, I think the NBA is a little bit different because the way, depending on what kind of number you're talking, are you talking two and a half? You're talking nine and a half. I think that makes a difference in terms of how you look at it. Our game two in the Western Conference Finals tonight uh, from Chase Warriors. Uh, win rather easily in game number one. Lane five, it was closed at five and a half. Now tonight in game two, a six-point favorite over the Mavericks. Total them all, 214 Warriors after game one, doubled up their series price. They're now minus 425 to represent the West in the NBA Finals. Um, you know, obviously they're in great position. It just seems like to me Dallas has kind of met its match here. We, we saw them struggle in the first two games in Phoenix. I think this could be a real problem spot here. I got to tell you, though, how come this Warriors team continues to turn the basketball over and nobody can seem to take advantage of it? I mean, I'm going through these games. Game six against or game uh, six against Grizzlies, 17 turnovers. Last game against Dallas, 15 turnovers. Um, you know, against Memphis, the game they lost by 39, 22 turnovers. Now, obviously, they got blown out in that one. But my, my point is, if Dallas is going to win this game, points off of turnovers going to be crucial for them in this one. Uh, Western Conference Finals MVP, Steph, now minus $1.70. Luca, plus $3.40. Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson, 10 to 1. What did you say Luca's number was? A plus $3.40 to be the MVP of the West. And what are the Mavericks at plus price? Uh, plus $3.30. So you got to... It was the same thing before the series. It was, it was plus, plus $1.90, plus $1.80. Not as much of a difference like Jimmy Butler was, where it was plus $1.60 to plus yeah. $2. Why I thought it was worth the 40 cents was... Was worth a look. Circa, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you real quick about the Eastern Conference in terms of the MVP race. Marcus Smart had the best game last night for Boston. Mm-hmm. Where does that put Jason Tatum? Yeah. You don't think so? Th- I still think Tatum's got to be the, is still the favorite there. I, I'm not saying he's not. Uh-huh. All I'm saying, I thought Marcus Smart played a complete basketball game. Well, if you want to make the argument for Marcus Smart, look at them in game one on defense and a half-court defense to game two. I mean, there is a reason he was the defensive player of the year. Well, first of all, <laughs> he shouldn't have been defensive player of the year. Should he finish second or third? I tell you, Bam Adebayo should have gotten it. Okay, uh, but he should. What about been... that kid from Memphis? Who, who are we talking about? I don't know the one that Mitch had all the tickets on. That uh, the Jawa says this is the best defensive player. Jaron Jackson. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, no, I don't think so. I thought Bam had a great year, uh, but look, all I'm saying is Marcus Smart hit a bunch of shots for them offensively. He can yeah. do it defensively. Makes a difference. I still think Jimmy Butler can score on him. I think what you get like over 10 points from Marcus Smart is a bonus every game. When he does that. Uh, Circa uh, posted exact NBA Finals. Uh, Warriors defeat Heat is plus 510. Warriors defeat Celtics plus 225. Celtics defeat Warriors plus 235. So it suggests that if the Celtics and Warriors meet in the final, that the Warriors would be a slight favorite. Um, I like the... Celtics to defeat the Warriors. Second choice at 235. You said Boston right now is minus 230 and Golden State's minus 450. Why don't you just bet both ways here? Celtics beat Warriors, Warriors beat Celtics. That's exactly what I was trying to get to. Instead of these two two, series parlays. Because even if you parlayed them, you're still not not going to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a better math there. Early game in baseball today, full slate, but uh, Wrigley Field Friday. Um, We've got Diamondbacks and Cubs. Last night, I had Zach Gallon first five. D-backs also win the game. Game two today, I was looking at the Cubs a little bit here. Uh, Kyle Hendricks going for the Cubs, Amal. They met in the desert last week in Phoenix. Hendricks pitched. Uh, they were 1-1 going to the eighth inning, but he faced off against Gallon. Today, it's Castellanos um, for the D-backs. Cubs about $1.40, $1.45 here. Wind blowing out, total 11.5. Wow. That is... 
I, I, I got to tell you, I think you know you'll see a ton of runs, but the wind blowing out is not the same since they extended those bleachers Correct. out there. It, it, you know, back in the day, uh, it was like batting practice. Wind. It used to be. Wind blowing out against no wind was about worth two and a half runs. Yeah. Wind blowing out versus in was about four, four and a half runs. Today, it's probably worth a run and a half or two, to your point. Yeah, a- absolutely. And, you know, a lot of guys swing for the downs. You get a lot of strikeouts. So I think situationally, it becomes a factor in terms of how you look at some of the uh, pitching matchups and how guys are able to deliver or not deliver. You took a great play yesterday. First five under in the Padres game, five and a half, because there was runners on first and second. Nobody scored. But he had two he had two strikes on Hosmer. I felt that he's a big favorite to get him out once he had two strikes on him. Hosmer pops out to the pitcher. They don't score. Total drops from five and a half minus 115 to four and a half minus 145. Just like that. The bet should have been he's going to make contact on the ball. <laughs> he, he, he did. He, he absolutely did. Hey, before we go today, I want to get your reaction to um, Circa Millions and Circa Survivor. Go through some of the details you like, you don't like the changes this year, and some of your thoughts. Um, the VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, Jonathan Tobel on the NBA and Andy McNeil on the ice. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage, as we always do at any time of the year. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. Sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. That's $59 to be a full subscriber through July 31st. Up next, it's baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen and nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free. They're spit-free and made them all, get this, with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour. That's 60 minutes of nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction. Find your Zen. Visit Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. I hear they're available in over 100,000 locations. They are for adults, 21 plus, who already use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. You know David Rossborough other VP yes. here at Circa. Yeah, very nice guy. We're sitting in a meeting. It's at his desk, and he's got the little round container, and I thought it was like gum, right? And so I went over, and I grabbed it. He goes, whoa. I go, what's the issue? He goes, this is Zen. This isn't gum. I think, well, <laughs> I, I don't already use, so that was a good call by him. Uh, in uh, less than 15 minutes, we're going to have Nick Alberga, the Golden Muzzy, coming to us from Toronto uh, to break down these remaining eight, the Elite Eight in the NHL. I want to ask him, is there any series still up for grabs? I'm not sure there is. Did you not just see me take a puck to the face last night in oh, Denver? Oh, stop. You think St. Louis is going to win three more times? Well, I, look, I didn't see the game. I looked at the shots on goal midway through the second period, and I saw they were already down one nothing and being dominated. It ended up, I think they both had 32 by the end oh, of the game. Well, once but you get that lead, you St. play St. Louis more. is playing, you know, a heavy, really flawless game. They're not allowing, they're not allowing the Avs to really get out and get uh, any uh, odd man rushes. But we'll talk to Nick about that and, of course, this uh, – this uh, just a real nightmare of a goaltending performance on both sides in the Saddle Dome the other night. They they go to game two tonight as well. All right, let's start with the Major League Baseball today. Uh, let's start out in the NL Central, the Cardinals and the Pirates. Cardinals scuffling a little bit of them all. Brewers starting to pull away in this division. They're in Pittsburgh, maybe with a chance to make up some ground this weekend. The ageless wonder, Adam Wainwright, is on the mound tonight for the Cards against Thompson for the Pirates. Cards about a dollar forty-five road favorite here. Amal totals eight. Yeah, I think when you look at this uh, St. Louis team, they've really uh, done well so far out of the block. Uh, Wayno's a guy if he can give them something throughout the course of the season, I think they're going to be really dangerous, especially if they're able to get Jack Flaherty back. Uh, you like your chances if you're going against the Pirates, who have been playing a little bit better of late, but still not a bad price here in my opinion on the Cardinals, despite being on the road. Uh Interesting series in South Florida where the Marlins actually enter with a better record than the Braves. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, my favorite, Morton, who wanted to quit two years ago, and maybe he should have, on the hill against Rodgers. Morton's had a rough go of it this year. Still, 
Still the name Charlie Martin, and he's still a favorite here on the road, $1.20. Total, as almost all totals are in South Florida, seven them all. Yeah, Rodgers has not been quite as good as he's been uh, before. Uh, we see a 4.45 ERA. Morton, though, this year, 4.93. He had that few-year stretch where he was terrific. Remember, this was a guy when he was in Pittsburgh he was an auto bet against. All of a sudden, he winds up in a couple different places. Houston, Atlanta, he becomes a pitcher you bank on. But uh, he's kind of taken a step back so far this year. If you're going to play this game, I think you'd have to look towards the over in this one, but both of these pitchers not doing particularly well from a uh, pitching performance standpoint, but no opinion on one side or the other here. Rematch of a series in Chicago starts in Yankee Stadium tonight with a pair of southpaws. Dallas Keuchel going for the White Sox uh, and Nestor Cortez of the Rap Battles going for the Yankees. Cortez has the been terrific. I know, oh, you've been sick all week. It came out on his... Uh, Twitter from 10 years ago when he was a teenager quoting rap lyrics with racial epithets in it. And um, he's come under some heat. He deleted, he deleted the tweets, but could that factor in a possible, if he keeps this up, Cy Young voting later in the year in this cancel culture, Cortez two and one in ERA one, three, five whip 0.85 and 40 innings of work. I thought this game might be around a dollar 60, but no $2. The Yankees tonight with a total of eight and a half. Yankees have been terrific this year. I tell you, I misjudged this team completely. 28 and 10. I, I, if you said to me who's going to have a 28 and 10 record when the season started, I would have said that team out of Chavez Ravine. When we talked about the American League East, Towers love Toronto. You, you like Tampa, and I said the Yankees, and you guys laughed at me. You both looked at me like I had three heads. Just want to let you know <laughs> Cash is only five games back. The Yankees have been playing over their skis. And Tampa's still right there. How they do it every time, I don't understand. I got to play on cash tonight. They're cheap, cheap on the road tonight <laughs> against Baltimore. I don't know how they do it. They got like one or two starters every year. Who do you fear in that lineup? Well, Kevin Kiermaier, as you know, is my favorite player in baseball. Plus, <laughs> plus defender, minus, minus hitter. He is an automatic under player. He, he, he came up. I had a total the other day with the Tigers. Yeah. I think it was a first seven under. Yeah. With the runner on third and the bottom of the seven. I couldn't have him drive the run in. I didn't really have to worry too much. He <laughs> didn't put it in play. Yeah, I, got, I, I went to the bat. <laughs> I said, who's up next? Oh, Kiermaier. I'm now a favorite, even though there's one out and a runner on third. It'll take a hit or a wild pitch. Yeah, Keiko has really struggled so far this Look year. Look at these uh, American League East odds here, Amal. Too high. Because if you get an injury in the Yankees starting rotation, if Cortez struggles a bit, if, you know, we've got to see if he can do this. Right now, we're talking six weeks into the season. Let's not overreact in terms of where this guy's at. Is it too early to count the Red Sox out? And here's why I say this. I think they got some momentum. They take two out of three from a good Astros team who was red hot coming in. Pavetta throws up complete game five hitter the other night in two hours and 28 minutes. They've got Seattle now. If they can beat Robbie Ray tonight, you might be able to sweep the Mariners in four. I don't know if they're out of it. I look, I look at things in baseball, Amal, and you know the hitting's down, maybe the ball's mushy, not as many home runs. The Dodgers have one guy hitting 300, and they're 13 games above 500. <laughs> the Red Sox have four guys hitting 300 or better, and they're 13 games under. I mean, what gives here? The, if, if they would hit with runners in scoring position, they could be right back in this race. So a few things to address. The reason why I don't think Boston can overcome their position is they're 12 games back and you've got three teams in front of you. If there was mm -hmm. nobody in, in front of them... It was and, just them and the Yankees? Yeah, I would say there's a possibility. Because I think it's too many games to overcome already 40 games in a quarter way into the season. The Yankees would have to have a precipitous fall-off and Boston would have to play extremely well and having to manage that division. Um, in terms of the Dodgers with their lineup, I think the problem is when you look at it at Boston, outside of the guys in the middle, I, I love... Um, 
that middle of that lineup with Devers, uh, Martinez, and uh, Xander Bogart. Story Bogarts. finally had a big night, but he'd been dragging the team down he, uh, so well, far. At the bottom of the lineup, you know, Jackie Bradley Jr., they got eight, eight guys mm-hmm. in the lineup and an automatic out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, from that standpoint, you look at L.A., it doesn't matter where in the lineup. Gavin Lux, Chris Taylor, anybody's got a potential to go yard yeah, at any he, point in time. Chris Taylor hit an eighth in your lineup. I that's, mean, that's what I'm saying. And, and the guy seems to always be clutch, right? He is clutch. He, he hits when there's runners on. He, he is absolutely clutch. And um, when you look at this team, in terms of the Dodgers, they don't have – my one knock on the Dodgers is they'll put up crooked numbers. They don't put up single run innings, but they don't have consistent number of scoring innings. Let's talk about the Dodgers. <laughs> Phillies should have swept them in a four-game series in Chavez Ravine. Dodgers rallied on Sunday afternoon – uh, against Canable to beat them 5-4. And now they go to Philadelphia tonight. Uh, Phillies got shut out yesterday by uh, Josh Towers' Cy Young pick every year, UU Darvish. Uh, <laughs> Urias has been terrible. The worst of the Dodgers starters this year against the guy that you really don't love, but I like a little, Ranger Suarez. He, he, you know, He's he pitching gives better. You, he, he does. He is pitching better. And you know you can count on him for almost five innings every time. Uh, he had a stretch of eight straight starts at the end of last year where he went five innings and he gave up zero or one earned runs. I'm a little bit surprised here at this number two, although it has come down. Dodgers 150 on the overnight at Philadelphia. Right now, currently sitting at 140. You can get plus 120 on the home team. Total eight and a half for the game, shaded to the over, and four and a half for the first five, shaded over. Suarez has uh, struggled a bit. Remember, the Phillies took three out of four against the Dodgers. Revenge opportunity here for uh, LA in this particular matchup in terms of the series over the weekend. So, not going to play this one, but. I can make an argument for both sides here. Let's go to Cleveland. Tigers, Guardians. Guardians, formerly known as the Indians, dominating this series. Won 18 in a row at one stretch a few years ago against them. But Savali's been terrible. Tariq the Freak, Scoobles got great stuff. Tigers, a twenty favorite on the road here. Guardians just dropped two at home to the Reds. Break up the Reds. They're in Toronto tonight. Total here of Eight and a half to a pick now. I'm leaning a little bit on the road team here just because Savali can't seem to put it together. I would agree with you. He, he has struggled. It's been a bit surprising. Also, at total eight and a half, all seven of Savali's starts have gone over. Wow, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a pretty good indicator yeah. in terms of where we could be yeah. going in this one. Scoobles has been very good uh, for Detroit so far. This Indians team, 16 and 19. But remember when people were telling us Detroit was going to be good? Who are these people? Detroit was might beat the White Sox. Detroit was a playoff team. Uh, what's their record now? Uh, 13 and 20. Yeah, I know. It was, it, it was like 8 and 18 the last time I checked. Uh, I mentioned the Red Sox. Mariners and Robbie Ray, defending AL uh, Cy Young winner, take on uh, the Red Sox. And Michael, watch out now. This is a pick em game here. Robbie Ray certainly has not put up the numbers that he did last season so far with the Mariners. Total 8.5. Pick em in Boston. Um, you like the Red Sox getting on track here. Uh, I, I, I think tonight's the key game because you got a shot. I think if you can win tonight, Logan Gilbert struggled a little bit. You got a shot to win six out of seven here and maybe get yourself back at least into a wild card race. Well, it's another one of these teams I've been hearing for half a decade that's going to be good to see out of the Mariners. Yeah. The Reds, the Mariners, always the chic picks. It's like when you pick White Sox. It's like when you pick the Browns one out of 17 times. Oh, that guy was sharp. He's one for 17. Up next, the Golden Muzzy, Nick Alberga. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast. Released every Friday, VEASAN host Dave Ross previews all of the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action of the weekend. Dave, along with expert fight handicappers, look at the biggest favorites and underdogs in every card and provide their analysis on the best bets of the weekend. Get the insider look at where the money is moving and how to evaluate each of the fires before you place your bets. Download the First Strike podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, Catch up on every VEASAN show as well. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. It's our pleasure to bring in our friend Nick Alberga. You can follow him on Twitter at the Golden Muzzy. Uh, Nick, let's talk some Stanley Cup here. I want to start with this question. Which of these teams has the best chance of advancing to the conference finals? The Florida Panthers, the New York Rangers, the Edmonton Oilers, or the St. Louis Blues? Ooh. Um... Wow, that's uh, yeah. none of them. None of the above. No, that well, that was going to be my answer. Yeah. Um, I think I guess by default I'll just go with St. Louis because you guys know how I felt about this team all season mm-hmm. long. Um, I thought that was an impressive effort last night, especially considering what we saw in game one where Jordan Binnington needed to stand on his head just to force OT and ultimately Josh Manson wins it in overtime. But I, I was thoroughly impressed with the Blues and they've been a great story. And watch out for Ryan O'Reilly, man. This guy is playing tremendous right now. So my answer would be the Blues, but I'd probably fade all four of those teams. I agree with your uh, assessment of last night. Very impressive. That was a different game than game one where the Avs hit the post five times, regularly beat Bennington to the glove side. Uh, Amal took the avalanche on the puck line last night. I didn't really disagree with the play, but, you know, about 10 minutes in, I said to him, this is a different feel. This is the Blues are playing a heavy game. You could be in trouble here, my friend. And uh, I don't know how it's going to translate. The Avs haven't faced any adversity all year. None. I mean, Kemper gets nicked up in the first round, but Edmund, uh, but the Nashville's playing with their 19th string goaltender. They had no shot there. Now let's see. They got punched in the face. Game three, I think, is the key to the whole series. Does Colorado respond and have a dominant game? Or if the Blues get up 2-1, a team that's gone out, shockingly, in the second round, two years in a row, all the pressure on them. So I think game three is the whole series. That's exactly it. And I brought this up in last week's hit, the fact that Colorado hasn't played in a conference final in 20 years, which I think if you did any digging, you wouldn't believe that number, but it is the truth. So they seem to stumble in the second round. I I think this is obviously a big-time moment for this organization and this franchise, considering everything they've been through, the firepower they have, the fact that this is not going to be the same roster they have moving forward, especially guys like Nazem Kadri. Who knows what happens to Darcy Kemper? Not to mention what happened last year, where they seemed to be in firm control against Vegas, and the Golden Knights reeled off four consecutive victories en route to winning that series. So, yeah, I think it's a big one, especially the fact that the Blues have shown the ability to win on the road. I think Colorado has to return the favor here in Game 3 in St. Louis. Uh, Nick, I want to stay out west. Mike thinks there's absolutely no shot Edmonton has in this series. I tend to agree with him, but I think with the scoring capabilities of McDavid and Dreisaitl, Evander Kane has, and Mike was giving me the signal for the money yesterday with Kachuk. <laughs> I thought it was great. And so, uh, but he says no shot in this one for Edmonton. I mean, do you subscribe to that? I just think you're in a rivalry situation. They get level back in this third period. I mean, it's not like Markstrom can't be beat here. 
I agree. Like, you know, I'm wavering on which way to go with this one because I do tend to agree. Like, Calgary didn't play that great in game one and still won. And I think they're obviously the better of the two when it comes to the teams and they match up. And then my big story going into the series is the goaltending. And obviously, I think we were going to find out which, you know, Mike Smith we were going to get. And certainly it was not the good Mike Smith in game one. So I'm probably trending in the Calgary direction once again, to be honest, again tonight with the only caveat being Connor McDavid. Um you know, in normal times, normal circumstances, he's the best player on the planet. He's playing like he's on Pluto right now, guys. He has 18 points in, in eight games here, four straight multi-point efforts. If you want to look at that shot prop, two or three and a half, he's crushing that. Like, he is literally putting this team on his back and say, hey, let's let's see how far we can go here. But uh, I'm just looking at the secondary options for Edmonton to step up tonight. And defensively speaking, like, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm probably looking towards the over still in this game. But you would think it's maybe a bit closer and tighter defensively, at least at least in the first period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can can either of you guys see a scenario where both teams can't get on the score sheet at least once in every period? Probably not, right? Like, and that was my wonder. Like, I spent like the better part of two and a half days pimping this series, saying, you know what, it's going to be tight checking, low scoring, and then they come out and score, you know, 15 goals in game one. And I think if you're doing the math, the last couple of battles of Alberta leading back to the uh, last one in the regular season, that's 29 goals for in the past two games. Uh, so I think if you're looking somewhere, it's probably in the over. Although, as you mentioned, like I do expect the goaltending to be better. Mike Smith, the confirmed starter, I think he's shown the ability to bounce back even here in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Jacob Markstrom, I think, is an elite goalie in this league. So I think we'll see better goaltending. I just think these two teams always seem to get the best out of each other offensively, guys. You know, Nick, I'm not a team totals guy, but I'm thinking about the way to attack this is Calgary over the team total of three and a half in these games. I like that. I like that. I just, you know, and you guys know this, we've talked enough. I just have zero faith in Edmonton defensively. Like it just, uh, it's Connor McDavid and we'll see where he can bring them. The fact, I still can't get over the fact that Connor McDavid put up four points in game one and they still lost and he has 18 points in eight games and they're four and four in those eight. It just pretty much tells you about that team right there. Well, I think Dreisaitl has been terrible. I mean, you, we look at the end of the the Kings, and then we say, oh, Leon Dreisaitl had the two goals. The reason that they were in trouble in that series is he got outplayed. Uh, people don't want to mention that. Let's go to the champs, um, Tampa Bay. You know, it's deceiving to think that Toronto really even forced that to seven games. You know, they should have lost game five at home. There's a five on three. They're down two nothing. The series wasn't really that close. But anyhow, they go. <laughs> let's go back to sunrise. the last three games in Sunrise. The last game of the regular season, they go down there, they put up eight. They dominated them in game one. Game two, they snatched their heart out with a goal with less than a second. The Florida power play looks inept, even when he went with five forwards there. Why in God's name, Nick, are the Panthers a road favorite at Amelie in game three? No clue. Uh, no clue is the answer. I just wanted to add to Leon Drysettle. I think he's dealing with a high ankle sprain, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt right now. As for this series, guys, we've talked a lot. What if I called this Panthers team? Frauds. They're frauds. Um, I, I, you know, I think they're a good team. They're not a great team. They're an excellent regular season team. But I think, you know, last night was really interesting to me because you have two teams in recent memory that have won the Stanley Cup. And I don't know if you watch the tape, uh, a lot of block shots, a lot of passion, a lot of desire, what you need to win in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And the fact that Tampa now, guys, has won three games in a row pretty much without Braden Point tells you all you need to know about that team. They're getting offense from Ross Colton and Corey Perry. And what a pass from Nikita Kucherov. 
But yeah, I'm wondering that too, because I'll be honest, I hammered the Florida Panthers last night and I instantly regretted it. Tampa scores first. There's just something off of that team. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the power play. I think you look at that series specifically, Tampa four for nine in the power play. They're 11 for 42 in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And then you have the lowly, lowly Florida Panthers. They were fifth in the regular season. Boys, this is the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's a bit more amplified. They're 0 for 7 in the series, 0 for 25. Where's Huberto? Where's Barkov? Where's Declare? Where's Giroux? Like, there's so many guns on that roster. And I still don't think Aaron Ekblad's 100% here, guys. So they're up against it. And I was thinking last night, they got to win four or five, including like three remaining games at least in Tampa. It's tough sledding for this Panthers team. Yeah, something's wrong with Ekblad. I agree with you. He he looks awful. Uh, And then the final series... I don't know. I mean, my t- my future tickets on the Rangers. I got them at twenty six to one from February. I hedged by parlaying the the Flames uh, with the Canes series prices a dollar ninety, a dollar yeah. eighty. Look, Shesterkin. If they have the regular season, Shesterkin, they'll be competitive. Look, he, Brenda Moore said it. Carolina was not good in Game One, yet they still stole that game. C- can the Rangers continue this sort of an effort for seven games? Get the goaltending to extend. Carolina. I mean, if they play at the top of their game, maybe. But remember, they went into Madison Square Garden, the Canes did, and, and won easily twice in the last month of the year. And that's why they were they were setting the table for the Stanley Cup playoffs where home ice is so pivotal, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Like, they're 5-0 and through the first, uh, you know, round and a half on home ice. And I think that was the Rangers' opportunity and spot to grab a one nothing series lead, and they just couldn't do it. Sebastian Ajo ties the late in regulation. Then Ian Cole wins it in overtime. And I just think you're up against it already. Um, I, you know, I envision this being a home ice series, but I think Carolina has shown the ability to win on the road, not so much in the first round against Boston, but I think you know New York's got to generate a bit more offense. And I think you look at these two teams in general; they're they're some of the two of the better defensive teams in the league. And I've been really, really impressed as well with Antti Ranta, the way he's really filled in, especially with Freddie Anderson not playing right now. And I think you want to look at a futures look. Carolina boys. I really, really like this team. They got depth. They got skill. D'Angelo's a really, really good asset to have running their power play on the back end. I think they're a scary team, and I, I, I like Carolina, quite frankly, in this series and tonight, too. I think they're the most buttoned-up team of the eight. Um, you yeah. still got to beat the champs, right? And we'll see if they can Agreed. advance and do that. Nick, we always thank you for the time and enjoy this week in the hockey. Enjoy it, fellas. Take care. Thank, thank you. you. Terrific stuff. Always. I really, I really think all four series are over. I'm not saying it's impossible. I think it's highly unlikely that any of those four teams I mentioned win a game. When we come back, we'll have our place. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Golf second majors here, and Bet Rivers Sportsbook has a great offer for you. Every day of the tournament, just log on to Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost for the PGA Championship. The field is wide open, so take advantage of the daily profit boost during the PGA Championship at Bet Rivers. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bet on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Final segment of the week. Let's start out with the plays. Amal, uh, Avs, my uh, puck line didn't get there, but you made a good bet on Tampa Bay at the series price um, before they got up 2 nothing here. Yeah, right now at minus 140, uh, or yesterday at minus 140, and with a 2-0 lead, so I feel pretty good about their position. Going to go come back with a couple of hockey games tonight. Going to go with Carolina on the puck line tonight, plus 155 here. I thought Carolina, as you alluded to, um, didn't play particularly well, and they generally buzz at home. I like them in this game to cover a goal and a half. And I'm going to go, you know, look, you're going to have to come down from 15 goals, but how many is the question between the Flames and the Oilers? I'll take a shot here going over six and a half. I get beat, I get beat. I talked to him yesterday about how was the total one and a half in the first period when the Blues is two, when Tampa Bay is two. They yeah. Now tonight they made it two. Yeah. Um, but still favored to the under. I, I I don't know. Those periods should be like the second periods are, almost two and a half every period. But you remember there was a game probably in late March between these two teams, I think, played on a Saturday night. That's what he's alluding to, 29 goals between the last two games yeah. at the Saddle Dome. 14 in that one. There was a yeah. ton of games. Uh, it was, uh, was incredible. Right, 15 and 14. 14, yeah. Yeah, um, 9-6, and then they had uh, 14 in that game. What was it, 8-6? I think it was like 8-6. Yeah, it like was, that. they had 11 after three periods. In both games, they had 11 after or <laughs> after two periods. All right, I have uh, all one-unit plays today. We did okay yesterday, 4-0. Oh, uh, two two-unit winners, two one-unit winners. I'll Wait give a you, minute. If you did okay and you went 4-0 oh yesterday, what's good? 
Well, the, I only had two in one unit place. It'd be good if I did like eight and zero with five with five unit place. But anyhow, we'll all right, hit, or all right, Gordon Gecko, calm down. We'll hit some of the we'll hit some of these uh, hit some of these futures coming in here. I love my Ega two to one heading into the French. Yeah, much better. Love, well, now she's a dollar twenty favorite. Well, no, you should bet the field right now. Uh, even money. Yeah. And here's why. Oh, Mom, Mom, you made a great point here. Because if Iga Schweitek for some reason got injured or something happened, you still get you either you break even or you don't oh, lose any wow, money. That's great because now it's Hurry versus the field, field at exactly. Hill. Yeah. yeah, good, good point. Let's lock it up. We'll put that in there on Monday. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going under first period here between the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Uh, I think the Hurricanes bounce back, but the Rangers, you know. They really thwarted the forecheck in that opening game and didn't give Carolina a lot of opportunities. Shesterkin didn't have to make that many saves, and there weren't that many grade-A chances. Still like the under one and a half here. I'm going to play no-go first five minutes as well. I didn't put that on there. You got to like 210. Uh, and if you like no-go first 10, it's plus 130. I think the Rays are cheap here with Beaks on the road tonight against the Orioles. I tell you, this team just does it all the time. You know, they were out on the West Coast and they were favored a dollar twenty against the Angels in all those games. Um, favored in Seattle, I think the Angels and Seattle are both better than the Orioles, and yet it's a similar price here tonight. I'll take the Rays at a che- as a cheap road favorite. Louis Castillo and Ryu Hung Chin Ryu both good last start. Uh, Castillo's his first start of the season. Ryu coming off the injury, both look good. I'm going to go under four and a half first five here from Toronto tonight. Don't look now, but these Reds. Seven and three, their last 10 games after starting off three and 22. And then we have to have a little soccer action. Difficult, not that many games. Leagues are wrapping up. League one in France, all the games tomorrow, noon Pacific time is the final game of the year. Uh, EPL on Sunday, same deal. Tough. You know, Man City needs to win, but they're minus $12 on the three-way. Tottenham needs to win to get fourth, but they're minus 450. Just too heavy of prices. Let's go with Montpellier and Angers. Under three in France. Minus 120. Montpellier had played four unders in a row before the last match. Angers, very good on the defensive side of the ball and will be at home here. I can't see losing this game unless it's 3-1 Angers. Like you say, it takes four to beat you. Okay, Amal, we talked about the French Open. We are talking off air on the men's side. You were looking at the price on Sissipas. Well, he's 5-1. to one. Remember, though, you've got Rafa, the Joker, and Alcaraz and Zverev all on one side of the draw. So Sitsipas has got a really good opportunity to get to the final. If he gets there, being on clay court, he's not going to be that much of an underdog. You're probably looking at around $3, maybe $3.50 on the favorite in the final, potentially against Alcarez or someone like that. So I think Sitsipas is not a bad play based on the way the draw is. When we talked two days ago, Jovac, uh, uh, Novak Djokovic and Alcarez were both the same price. Now the Joker uh, favorite by 15 cents, plus 185, Alcarez 2-1. to one. Why the movement now? What's happened in the last two days other than the betting market? You know, nothing really. Um, It's just basically the betting. um, uh, Miramar Kecmanovic, keep an eye out for him. Uh, This kid's tough. He's played really well in the clay court season. He's one at 35 to 1, pay attention to. You could have gotten him at much longer odds a little while back. All right, let's get back to the baseball card today, Amal, and touch on some of these games that we haven't mentioned yet. Nats are at the Brewers, and it's a high price, but uh, Eric Lauer's been just terrific this year. Really a breakout year for him. The Vegas kid, Eric uh, Fetty, going tonight for the Nats. Brewers now, 190 on the overnight. I've seen him as high as $2.205. Total of eight of them all. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm not a big Eric Fetty guy. Uh, you know, it's, I feel like we always mention him because that's Josh's boy, mm-hmm. him, him being from Las Vegas here, but... 
to me, when you look at this matchup, uh, this Brew Crew team got off to a bit of a rough start, got the ship going in the right direction now, uh, continuing to play well overall. Got that four-game lead, 24-14. and 14. You got to go run line here if you're going to take the Brew Crew. Um, I'm not going to back Washington on this spot. All right, the other game I didn't tell you that I had as a winner last night was the Astros on the run line against the Rangers. I had a score in the bottom of the eighth. 2-1 after one inning, 2-1 going to the bottom of the eighth. Astros tacked on three to win 5-1 and cover my bet at minus 105. I mentioned this game tonight, Rangers at Strohs. Rangers sweep the Angels. They were competitive last night, and it's your pitcher, the guy you've been high on, Martin Perez, yeah. tonight, and he's getting $1.50 on the road against Christian Javier and the Astros, total eight and a half of them all. Yeah, I like uh, this game a little bit towards the under here. Perez has been terrific. I think Texas will score, uh, struggle to score a bit, uh, so I think this is a game that could be you know, one of those 4-2 uh, kind of games for Houston. Would you look at the first five, four and a half, or would you look at the total eight I, and a half? I, you know, I didn't see the first five, four and a half. That's yeah. a pretty good number there. Uh, Mets now, uh, terrific. Win again yesterday against the Cardinals to win that series. Now they travel west to the mountains to take on the Rockies. What? We're getting information now this game is postponed. I wanted to have total 10. I was going to have an overplay on this game. Herman Marquez, six of seven starts have gone over. Uh, I'm all going against Carrasco. All right, let's move on to Anaheim. Paul Blackburn's been excellent, 4-0 for a very bad team in the athletics, taking on, I don't know anything about Silseth. But when you look at this game, Blackburn getting $1.50 on the road. Uh, Angels looking to rebound after getting swept in Texas. Yeah, this is a team that surprisingly struggled a little bit there. Uh, Chase making his uh, start here tonight. Uh, he did start previously, had one game under his belt, mm-hmm. and that, but that was against Oakland as well. So probably a good opportunity here make a second start. They won that game 2-0 in a two-hitter, so not going to touch this game here, but high price on the Angels, but I think they bounce back. Padres at Giants should be a terrific series this weekend. Sean Manaya against Jake Junis. Giants, very slight home favorite with a total of 7.5. I know it's tough to score runs at night in San Francisco. Yeah, it generally tends to be the case here. This should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, like Manaya, he's coming back to the Bay Area here. Junis has done a decent job so mm-hmm. far with the, for the Giants. Uh, no play here. Survivor, yeah. six million guarantee, same as last year. Mm-hmm. Two bonus, uh, the two extra weeks, three games on Thanksgiving, the four game window, three on Christmas Day and the Monday night game. Eleven games on that Saturday, Christmas Eve is its own week. The changeup in the million dollar guarantee. Last year it was you had to use either the Super Bowl teams the last week. This year you can't use either Super Bowl teams. So no Bengals, no Rams throughout the course of the year. Thoughts? Do you think you can make it any worse? Oh, it's interesting. Well, why don't you just give me four teams and I got to pick Jacksonville, uh, Houston, and somebody else in there? Jesus Christ. Will you be passing on the contest this year? No, because I'm committed with three friends. <laughs> and I'm going to tell them, let's just go put the money at a track I've never bet at. Let's call Timmy Doyle up and find some horse and we can light on fire. All right. Here's the other thing. There is a little thing. If you use, you know, the Monday, the uh, Thursday night opener. You just that, took well, away. I calm down. Bills at Rams. Bills are a point. Here's, there's one little added bonus. Um, if you lose any of your entries on that opening Thursday night game, you can re-enter uh, before Sunday on that Saturday. So let's say somebody... For free? No. Okay, still just a want thousand, to clarify. No discounts. <laughs> somebody suggested, well, why don't you just use, since you can't use the Rams for the million, just take the bills with all six of your entries, and if they lose, then you can buy in six again. A lot of people with an extra 6000 in their pocket. Yeah, they can do that if, they, if that's the case. Um, I don't know why you'd ever touch the game. Here's the problem with eliminating the Bengals and the Rams. 
You're eliminating two of 32 teams. You already have a small enough pool as You don't have is. to play for the bonus. You don't have to play for it. You can just go for the small $6 million pool. Oh, so wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I yeah. misunderstood That's that. That's for the bonus. For That's the million-dollar bo- bonus, you got can't it, use it. those two. You thought it meant for everybody you couldn't use them? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, six million. Bump the guarantee from four to six for circa million four. Pay from top hundred now. And the quarters go up to 300,000. Uh, we pay five spots in each quarter and a double booby prize. The full booby for the worst record, 100,000. And we've added a half a booby, a mall for 50,000. Second worst record. What's it called? The mastectomy? The... The deadline also changes to four Pacific on Saturdays to get your picks in. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.